You see, folks, ever since I came back to Tank or Anchor, the only reason why is because I'm really good at doing it. But if you want to create your own podcast with absolutely free, with no wires attached, no strings attached, let me. It's a, and it's the answer is Anchor from Spotify. Let me say this: Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast without all the hassles. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me break it down for you. Create with creation tools, tools, tools. They will allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's intuitive episode builder, you can visualize, edit, and arrange your segments without an instruction manual. Record remotely with up to four people, no matter where they are in the world. And with Anchor's built-in audio library, you can also add background tracks, transitions, and sound effects to your show. And of course, they're going to distribute to your po- your podcast. Let Anchor do that for you. It can be heard on most of the po- popular listening platforms, including Spotify, Google Podcasts, and many more. And looking, and if you want to look for make look to make money from your podcast, you can with no minimum listenership required. With Anchor sponsorships, you can earn money every time people listen. Listen, no matter the size of your audience, you can also collect easily collect monthly donations from your fans right from your Anchor profile. And of course, they're still not a percent free. Hey. With no monthly fees, no trial period, no strings attached, no subscription necessary. That's why I get all my stuff done with Anchor. Because I listen to the, uh, that's why I do this podcast for years. I guess for, and now, you can too. This is the uh, nick of it as the excellence in podcasting. Want to get, want to get Anchor? Download the free Anchor app on the Google Play Store or App Store. Or go to anchor.fm to get started on your journey to, into podcasting. That's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. To get, and you can get started on your show. No. Without any strings attached. No wonder Anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And now, on to our feature presentation. From our studios here in the Great South Bay in Long Island, New York, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. Here's your host, Matthew Outlay. Broadcasting from our Long Island studios right here near the Great South Bay, this is the Home Turf Sports Podcast. I'm Matthew Wally. I'm your host. Here we are. The 4th of October, 2022. Welcome to Tuesday night. Glad to be a part of it. Glad to be part of your evening. But I, I really don't want to want to do this. And forgive me if I found sound a little bit, you know. But this was breaking earlier today. I mean, and I didn't, and I feel like I originally, I originally wanted to do it, but. This is just so hard. It is a day which I can say it's a total mess for two people involved. The the po- the New York Post owned the owner owned by Rupert Murdoch, the guy who owns the Fox, 
the Fox Empire, Fox Sports, Fox News, the Fox t Television Network um, reports that um, Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen have hired divorce lawyers. This is I'm, I'm like, this is a this is actually from Mike Florio uh, from Pro Football Talk. It reports that the news that he starts off with is the newspaper owned by the family who owns a sports media outlet that eventually will employ Tom Brady continues to break significant news about Brady's personal life. And this is a mess all around. And this is a mess. Of course, Rupert Murdoch's New York Post reports that Brady and his wife, Giselle Bündchen, have hired divorce lawyers. The Post, the Post reported, previously reported that mutual discord caused Brady's 11-8 training camp hiatus. This is pretty much shouting warning. I mean, Brady's mm, CNN, CNN reported last month that Brady and Bunchen were living separately. And he, said, and he said, we addressed last month whether Brady's private life is fair game. He seems to realize that the inherently public, inherently public nature of his existence and the extent to which he profits from that makes everything proper from reporter for reporting and commentary. The apparent influence on any such turmoil on his football performance makes it more relevant to whatever Brady or the Buccaneers will do in 2022 and whether he plays in 2023 and be, or beyond. Of course, Brady will eventually will work for Murdoch's Fox Sports as the number one analyst for NFL games at a reported salary by the post of $37.5 million per uh, a year. And I'm like... This has got to be. I, I really don't want to start off with this. I don't. I really don't. And this is just, just the tip of the iceberg. USA Today reports that, of course, like Brady's added this extended this Brady's agent Don Yee and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. For whom Brady placed, both had no comment when asked about the report by USA Today Today reporter. And of course, Giselle's representatives did not res immediately respond to messages from USA Today. Okay, but of course, this is a matter. They've been married since 2009. This is like two years after Tom Brady went, took an 18 and 0 team to a Super Bowl and lost to the New York Giants. It's like he's like he made. It, I feel like yeah, he's been like he's done it all. He's been all. He's got seven rings. What more do you want? He's got. He's a. He's trying to be. It's hard to be a. He's trying so hard to be a family man. Yet all of a sudden, everything about it. Everything about it right now. It's a complete mess. He said in this, in this, in an, when he excuse when it's about when it when he talked to when he at when asked about his absence, his eleven day absence from training camp. Tom said, "You know what?" He said, "I'm 45 years old, man. There's a lot of bleep going on. You just got to figure out the best you can." I mean, yeah. Of course, Giselle told L last month she had concerns about his career continuing. She said, "This is a very violent sport, and I have my children." And I and I would would like to like him to be more present. I have definitely had those conversations with him over and over again. But ultimately, I feel that everybody has to make a decision that works for them, 
He needs to follow his joint, too. I've done my part, which is be there for him. I moved to Boston. I focused on creating a cocoon and a loving environment for my children to grow up and to be there supporting him in his dreams. Seeing my children succeed and become the beautiful little humans that they are, or seeing him succeed and being fulfilled in his career, it makes me happy. At this point in my life, I feel like I've done a good job on that. Of course, he briefly retired, but decided to return, although it's kind of like it's mess. He's spoken of, you know, in recent years. But it's, he spoken about the challenges about of balancing a professional football career and trying to spend time with family. He's trying to balance his life as a football star and a family man. When he asked, talked about his marriage and on how, with Howard Stern, he said she felt like I would play football all season and she would take care of the house. And all of a sudden, the season went in and I'll be like, great, let me get to, into all my business activities and football training. I had to like check myself because she's like, I have goals and dreams too. She wasn't satisfied with our marriage. And it's just, it's just sad. I mean, I'm not, I am not, um, I am not a marriage, marriage, marriage counselor. Um, I ain't never been married. I'm 35. I'm struggling, I'm, I'm struggling to find a girl. But this is, a, this is a mess right now. I feel so bad for everybody. I know a lot of the guy. I know a lot of people were doing videos about this. I'm, I've saw. I've saw on um, um, Rose Rants <laughs> talk about talk about it, and uh, Ryan Kind don't talk about it. Those guys don't satisfy me. Those guys don't satisfy me. Those guys, like I said, this is just as bad. They make it look. But they're just trying to douse it with gasoline. But the one person who deserves a whole lot of credit for and have the guts to cover it in a way that mm, that mm, really expresses it that's Mike and for microphone microphone he, he, he I mean like me I, I mean weird but if it's not if, it, if it's not what you want on here I mean I, I I apologize but sometimes I don't have to apologize on occasions but this is one thing I do Hunter's and this is from you want to take my take on this it's just as bad. I mean, I don't have. To, I'm lucky. I don't have to put up with everything going on in my in that life. I mean, I sort. I mean, let's face. Let's take a. Let's look at it from from a pop, proper perspective. And if you look at it from a proper perspective, I would say that this is a. This looks like a mess. Going forward, a mess that should have been just like more avoidable, a mess that's, that won't go away easily, but you can bet your bottom dollar that is pretty much the case of it. Not gonna sit, not gonna sit here and lie about it. It's a mess for everyone of it's a mess for everyone involved. It's a mess for Giselle, it's a mess for Brady, it's a mess for everybody. Especially kids. Then all you then all you get is A B being maybe leaking out all this shit leaking out all this shit. Talking about 
they're set, probably pissed off Shannon Sharp at one point. I mean, it's not, this is, if you want to be a big mouth football player, this is not, this isn't the right time to do it. It's just a mess. Like I said, a mess all around. It's not going away any quicker. He just want a ball, man. He just want a ball. He just want a ball. But dude, there comes a time in life where we must hold ourselves to the higher, sold ourselves to the higher standard. And if we do not, um, man, I just wish it's. I just wished anything differently. And I will say this up front. That's okay. But that's what marriage has happened. This is as bad as it is. It's gonna, you're going to, I mean, if you are football, if you want to be a football player, you're going to have to be committed to it. If you want to balance Man, this is this is this is pretty much a must need to help. I mean, I will be blunt. And this is as this is as bad as this. I if you wanna be a I mean if anybody wanna be a football player. Like, really then you have to be committed. And if you want to be a family man, you have to be committed. Tom Brady just couldn't even find that balance right now. I'm just up. I'm just saying it. I'm just saying it. So that nobody else will. I'll say it if no one else will. This is hard. I mean, this is a mess, but... Is it, is it going to be worse than it, it looks? I mean... Come on. Only one more, only a few years, and then he could be done. Hang and then let him. He could few years, if he can hang him up by the end of the year, then he will probably go out on top. Let him if if he doesn't go out on top, maybe he can retire, try to spend time with the family, yada yada yada. It's a mess going forward. We'll be right back. I know, I get it. You're looking for the best shirts in town, something that associates with the area, or something like that? Let Mac of Amityville help you out. Of course, Mac is the home of the of Mac t-shirts, Long Island Toss t-shirts, Island Tribe t-shirts, and plenty of cool stuff, merchandise you can find. It's the best butter shop you ever find here, shop in Amityville. Well, check them out down on down on Route 110 and 10 next to the next to the Amityville Amityville train station. That's that's minutes from the Amityville train station. I mean, and don't forget to check them out and check them out today. Long you got Rucker Harlem has Rucker Lincoln Queens got Lincoln, but Long, but Long Island has the map. All right, here we go. 
four scoreboard coming your way right now. Of course, here we go. Of course, let's start with the Thursday night game. The after, of course, this is the game that two attack of a lower got hurt. It was something hurt and got a lot of in a, in a backlash for that franchise as well. Um, the Bengals are two and two to start the season. It was two and two to start week and week five. They beat the they beat the Miami Dolphins. 27-15, Miami is still tops dog in the AFC East. The Bengals are third in the North. With Teddy with Tagovailoa out, Teddy Bridgewater had a good game. 193 yards, one touchdown, one pick to go with Joe Burrow had a good game on the air, which is 287 yards. So that will tell you the battle of the quarterbacks position. Like we already, I already like I've already covered the Giants and Jets. Let's start. Let's go to Minnesota. Let's go to jolly old England. When the when the when the Saints come marching in to Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, they su they getting suffered another loss another loss this season. This time to the Minnesota Vikings, twenty-eight to twenty-five, on a. Double doink! Andy Dalton Andy Dalton went 20 for 28. The 236 yards with a touchdown. Kirk Cousins, better, better yardage. 225 for 38 with 273 yards and one touchdown, one pick. But Dalvin Cook had a hell of a game. 76 yards on the ground. So that will tell you the ground game played a huge factor. Now the let's go to Houston. With a charger supercharged back to the back to life. They beat the Houston Texans 34 to 24. The Chargers are are second in the AFC West. The Texans are just all three and one. They're four, they're dead last. And of course the battle of the young QBs. Proof positive. Justin Herbert, three three hundred forty yards, two touchdowns. Davis Bills had two touchdowns, two picks. Yeah, 246 yards as well. 46 yards. But, man, if, but if you want to know the edge, the rushing game. Damian Pierce had a hell of a game. 131 yards off 14 carries. It tells you right then and there. Now and then and there that what Houston now needs is a better opportunity on the field. Meanwhile, we take it to Detroit. And, of course, the Seahawks are, are in a tie for for in the AFC West, and of course they beat the tenant the Detroit Lions 48 to 45 high scoring game and big game big big game for Geno Smith doing his 20 yards two touchdowns to go with that but then again there's that there is that and Jared Goff is trying to come back from that terrible season he had last year we are 378 yards four touchdowns one interception. Oh, he had a bad one. Rashad, Rashad Penny. Oh, elevate game with two touchdowns to his name, proving proof positive that the offense is a is a better, has gotten better. Meanwhile, the Eagles. My God, the Eagles! They put the boots to the Jacksonville Jaguars, twenty-nine to twenty-one. Of course, former coach, the former coach, coach Doug Peterson's revenge 
We'll have to wait for some, another time because Nick Sirianni got them even better. 204 yards from Jalen Hurts, but he had a pick to that, pick to that. Trevor Lawrence, 174 yards of 11 to 23. Two touchdown passes and a pick. Mike Sa Miles Sanders grinding the grinding the yards for the Eagles. Two touchdowns, 134 yards. Telling you that the now the Eagles are top dogs, the only undefeated team in the NFL in the NFL right now. Moving on to the other part, other side of the down south. That's where we find the Atlanta Falcons. They beat the Cleveland Browns 23 to 20, close game. All because of special teams. So Kobe Brissett, one pick. 222, 134 yards, tremendous game. He had a good, but not good enough. Marcus Mariota, 139 yards in a pick. So it's, so it's just basically rush. So it's just basically the field goal. And Nick Chubb, 218 yards on a touchdown. So we did a hell of a game. I had a heck of a game. Tyler Algier, 84 yards on 10 carries. So basically, this is a layup. The Titans switch, turn the switch back on, and they move off the second. Off the second AFC South, the Colts are one two and one. To start this, they just and mm, week four right there. Matt Ryan, heck of a game. Two picks, I mean two touchdowns, one pick. He had three hundred fifty-six yards out. He had a work, mm, good game, but not good enough. Ryan Tannehill, one hundred thirty-seven yards. Two touchdowns. Best passer, highest pa higher passer rating than out of Ryan. So that tells you right there. Derrick Henry on the ground. 114 top yards and one touchdown. One, rumbling man. Short put the boots on Johnny Taylor. 42 yards. He had one fumble. So that hurt. That So that hurt. That had to hurt. Meanwhile, it's the classic clash of... Old NFC East rivals as the Dallas Cowboys go three and two, go three and one, putting the boots to the Washington Commanders, twenty-five to ten. Get Cooper Rush, give Cooper Rush the game ball. Two touchdowns, two hundred twenty-three yards passing. Takes of course the West had a worst game, one touchdown, twenty-two interceptions, worst game ever. Get that, get Cooper Rush, the, but he's just there until. Dak Prescott will can officially return. Meanwhile, the Bills clicked back on, and Ken Dorsey didn't have to throw every didn't have to throw everything around anyway because the Bills beat the Baltimore Ravens twenty-three to twenty. Josh Allen 200, 213 yards passing on one touchdown, one pick. Where's the What's the worst that can happen for Lamar Allen? 144 yards, one touchdown, two two picks. And of course, of course, Josh Allen won the won the day. Somebody oh, 911 for that. And meanwhile, the Arizona Cardinals now have put themselves in a tie for the in a, NFC West. They beat the Carolina Panthers 26 to 16 in a 10 point. At ten point misery, a in the more in a in a day. Of course, we found out that of course, J.J. Watt had heart issues. That 
For Kyler Murray, 207 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. Our passer rating than that of Baker Mayfield, who had 197 yards, one touchdown, two interceptions. James Conner, 55 yards off 15 carries. Marquise Brown, targeted 11 times, six receptions, 88 yards. The answer, the answer for for Arizona, they are tied in. It's a four-way tie for first. Meanwhile, can you believe that the Raiders won? But they still, but they still in fourth. Thirty-two to twenty-three, beating the Broncos, beating the Denver Broncos, in arguably, arguably a value game. Derek Carr, one hundred eighty-eight yards. None of them, no touchdowns for him. Josh Jacobs had a hell of a game, one hundred forty-four yards off twenty-eight carries, so two touchdowns to his name. Of course, two touchdown with two touchdowns and two hundred thirty-seven yards. Russell Wilson had a good game, but not good enough as the as the Broncos go down to two and two. And they are in third. The Raiders are dead last in the AFC West. They won it. They are one and three. Meanwhile, to the other part of the other then the final afternoon game on a Sunday. The the, the Green Bay Packers beat the New England Patriots through twenty seven to twenty four. The Patriots go dead last. Aaron Rodgers. At a couple of hamburg at Hamburg had a hamburger and a few fries. Two hundred fifty yard two hundred fifty one yards. Hards, two touchdowns and went back. But Bailey Zappe in for the injured Mac Jones at ninety nine yards, one touchdown. Aaron Jones it on the great it on the ground one hundred ten yards off sixteen carries. And Alan Lazard had one hundred sixteen yards. He was targeted eight times. He caught six of them. So that tells you right then and there. And then there's that Sunday night game. That Sunday night game that really, we all want to, of course, before I do that, Aaron Rodgers throws his 500th career passing touchdown. He becomes the fifth player in NFL history with, with at least 500 touchdown passes. Great. Congratulations, Aaron. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. And then there's that good old shootout. Over in, over in uh, Tampa Bay, hey, the Bucks, the Chiefs, still top dogs in the AFC West, beating the Buccaneers by 10, 41 to 30, in a three, and it's a shoot. And of course, we talk. You talk about a shootout between uh, when it becomes Travis Kelsey and Mike Evans. Mike won the receiving yards game and two t- and touchdown game over the tight end of tight end. 103 yards, 92, 23 yards, two touchdowns for Evans. Um, 92 yards, and one touchdown for Kelsey. And, see, and of course, Clyde, but the running game, Clyde, it was hilarious. 92 yards, one touchdown to his name. Had a good game. Yeah, had a good game, but the question is, who had the better passing game? It was Tom Brady won. Tom Brady won the won the won the day with three touchdowns, 385 yards. Higher passer rating and the, the the currently troubled Tom Brady is starting to see is starting the season on a high starting the season on a high note. But Patrick Mahomes won tonight with three touchdowns, one interception, with two hundred forty nine yards. Not bad. 
and and as the and, and of course the and of course the Bucks are two and oh, two and two to start the season to go in week five. The Chiefs are three and one. Monday night in the NFL. And it is not and in a, a shocker that um, the Lambs suffered another a loss. To the, to the San Francisco 49ers in a classic California showdown, 24-9. Mine, Jimmy G, 239 yards, one touchdown. And, and of course, higher passer rating, 100.7. Matt Stafford, 254 yards, one interception, 171. Here. But it's all, but it was all, the but it's all Debo. Six of he was targeted seven times, caught six, six of them, six, one for 115 yards. Cooper Cup was targeted 19 times. He caught 14 for 122 yards. And that will do it for this week's scoreboard. Couple of that games that will draw my, of course, when you look at the standings as it stands right now. In the AFC East. The Broncos, the Dolphins, and Bills are tied for first. The Jets are third, and the Patriots are dead last. Meanwhile, moving on to the AFC North, it's a three-way tie for first between the Browns, Ravens, and Bengals. The Pittsburgh Steelers are last in the division. Meanwhile, Titans and Jags are tied for first. The Colts are third, and the Texans are dead last. AFC in the AFC West. There's a two-way tie for second between the Chargers and Broncos. The Raiders are down at that last. And the Chiefs are leading the pack in the AFC West. Meanwhile, in the NFC, the Eagles are the only team that is undefeated right now. 4-0 to start the season. The Cowboys and Giants tie for first, tie for second. The, Co- the Commanders are 1-3 to start the season. And they are out. And they could be out this. And they could be struggling a bit, but don't. That for meanwhile over in the meanwhile over in the NFC North, two way two way tie between the t- Vikings and Packers, Bears are second, Lions dead last in that division. Meanwhile the AFC South, almost the tie for first between the Buccaneers and Falcons, the Panthers and Saints are tied for third. Meanwhile back in the West it's a four way tie for first between the 49ers, Rams, Cardinals, and Seahawks. Let's go to the, look when you look at the wild card, see how things progress. Meanwhile the Meanwhile, let's just say that the Dolphins, Bill, the Chiefs, Jags, and Browns are probably in it to win it. But if the season ended today, the Bills, Titans, and Ravens are more likely in. The Bengals will miss the playoffs. The Jets will miss the playoffs. Chargers, Broncos, Colts, Raiders, Patriots, Steelers, and Texans, they're out. Meanwhile, meanwhile, the, in the NFC, the Eagles are the top dog in that division. The Vikings... Buccaneers and Niners are more likely to be in. Of course, the Cowboys, Giants, and Eaton Packers are wild cards. I've got them. Well, can lock up some wild card spots. The Rams will miss the playoffs. The Cards will miss the playoffs. The Falcons, Seahawks, Bears, Panthers, Saints, Lions, Commanders will also miss out. And that's this week's scoreboard. And we'll be right back right after this. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Home Turf Sports. Right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. I know 
your shirts are bland, your hats are bland, your businesses are, businesses are bland, it's bland, so why not give it a facelift with L.I. Tops? L.I. Tops is, the, is Long Island's home for custom shirts, custom vats, and of course, putting up, putting up vinyl banners for you and all your stuff for, for your businesses and whatever have you. Long Island Tots is home to some of the with some of the best guys in the business to work to get this get to make sure your product stands out from the best. Don't forget to visit them. Don't forget to give them a chance to out. L I Chops. If it ain't us, it ain't lit. That's L I T O P E Ops. Man, growing up. I remember watching the home run chases of Roger Maris' record, most notably from Mark McGuire and Barry Bonds and Sammy Sosa. Some of those, but we all knew later in life. I knew later in life. I learned that those guys were taking PEDs just to enhance their career, to just try to hit harder and be powerful. But Tonight, there is a new American League single-season home run king. Because uh, earlier tonight, the New York Yankees slugger Aaron Judge swatted his 62nd home run of 2022, breaking a tie with Yankee, Le Yankee legend Roger Maris. Maris, of course, hit 61 homers with the 1961 New York Yankees. Judge hit his 62nd homer against Dexter, Dexter's Rangers righty Jesus Tinoco in the first inning of Game 2 of their doubleheader at Globe Life Field in Arlington. I mean, this was an immersive... This is from Mike Axia of CBSSports.com. I mean, if you look at it, here's what looked like. I'm going to scroll it right here. It was like his first inning. It was like a sweet crack of the bat. For It was like... For me, I'm like, this is for me. This is like a that pitch, wham, straight to left, right over the wall, and bam, home run, 62, Hall of Fame career. For me, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron, Aaron Judge, Hall of Fame could be is a part of Yankee history. And for me, if the Yankees try to re-sign him, they can't let him get away from it. Wait. He said, and of course, for me, this is a great honor. He said, it's an incredible honor to get a chance to be associated with one of the Yankee greats. Hates. One of baseball's greats. To be enshrined with them forever, words can't describe it. There, that's one thing that's so special about the Yankee organization. All the guys that came before us and paved the way, played the game the right way. He told, no, Judge told MLD.com after hitting a 61st. Of course, Judge hit his 61st homer to tie Maris last Wednesday, and he went 3-for-17 with 5 walks and 7 strikeouts in the 5 games between number 61 and 62. That includes going 1-for-15 in Game 1 of Tuesday's doubleheader, during which Judge slammed his helmet in frustration in the dugout after popping up a hanging slider. Of course, the 62nd ball landed in Section 31, 
Row 1, Seat 3, and the fan who caught it was led by security to a safe location where it could be authenticated by MLB. It's unclear whether the ball will be turned over to the Yankees and Judge or something else. I mean, here's more on Judge becoming Yale's single-season online king. His mom was there, his mother, Patty, has attended every Yankees game since her son hit his 59th home run on September 18th. She went from Yankee Stadium to Toronto, back to Yankee Stadium, then to Texas for this final regular season series. And when it's Judge, it is Milestone Omer. Tuesday, his mother was left speechless. It is an I mean, for me, I mean, that is a, that is a great... But not at the ballpark Tuesday, Roger Maris Jr., the predecessor's son, did not travel to Texas to watch Judge chase his 62nd homer, though he did in New York's previous 12 game games as Judge chased home runs number 60 and 61 and 62. For what it's worth, Maris Jr. Had, has not been shy about saying he would consider the Judge the clean home run king once he had number 62. And of course, he said a bet, and of course, he said in a tweet, Congratulations to Aaron Judge and his family on Aaron's historic home run number 62. It has definitely been a baseball season to remember. You are an all-class and someone who should be revered. For the majority of the fans, we can now celebrate a new clean home run king. I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more. If you, I mean, he said it better, and he said it, after his 60th first home run, he said, I think Judge breaking the record means a lot, not just for me, but for a lot of people. He's clean, he's a Yankee, he plays the game the right way. I think he gives people a chance to look at somebody who should be revered for hitting 62 home runs and not just the guy as a guy who did it in the American League. He should be revered for being the actual single season home run champ. That's really, really who he is if he hits 62, and I think that's what he needs. To what needs to happen? I think baseball needs to look at the records, and I think baseball should do something. It is a tremendous. If you look at the leader, American League leaderboard, five there were in there were like in the top six, four Yankee players put up had more home runs. Jimmy Fox, in the number six, it was Jimmy Fox of the 32 Athletics. He had 58. And Greenberg of the 38 Tigers, he had 58. But you look at the Yankees of, his, of Yankees lore, Babe Ruth did it twice. 1921, he hit for 59, he had 59 homers. Babe Ruth did it again. He broke his own record in 1927 with number 60. Roger Maris broke that record, broke the record a few years later in 1961. It was 62, 61. Right now, Aaron Judge, 62 and counting. Baseball's American League's home run king. Only Barry Bonds, who's like 73 and 01. Mark McGuire, 70 and 98. And 65 and 99. And Sammy Sosa, 66 and 98. And 64 in 2001. And 63 and 99 have hit more home runs in a single season, in a season, that Judge. And they all play in the National League. As for 2022, Judge is lapping the field in home runs. Phillies outfielder Kyle Schwarber is a distant second in baseball with 46 homers. No player has led baseball 
by as many as 16 home runs since 1932 when Fox hit 58 and Ruth was a runner-up with 41. Simply put, this is one of the most dominant home run seasons in the history of the sport. Oh, by the, and oh, by the way, Judge is also chasing a triple crown. And now, and the focus now shifts there with number 62 out of the way. Judge has massive leads in home runs and RBI, as you expect. He is chasing the Twins infielder Luis Arias in the batting for the batting title. Here's the race, batting race entering play Tuesday, and he's in second with 33 batting 331. Luis Arias is batting 315. Chasing Arias will be a real challenge with only one game remaining in this regular season. Just the fact that Judge is in the running for the Triple Crown, that he's batting well over 300 while hitting 60-plus homers, is remarkable. Miguel, Miguel Cabrera won baseball's last Triple Crown in 2012. And of course, Judge and of course Judge was removed from Tuesday's game in the bottom of the second inning. He had started 55 consecutive games, a Ripkean streak by the standards of the Yankees and their load management approach. And manager Aaron Boone recently said he'd hope to give Judge a day off before the end of the season. He was even he was he was even noncommittal about playing him in Game Two of the doubleheader before Judge landed in the lineup. The Yankees do have one game remaining, however, and Judge could paid could pad his home run total in the season finale Wednesday. The Rangers are scheduled to start righty Glenn Otto, a former Yankees prospect who went who went to Texas in the Joey Gallo trade. In Wednesday's game, Judge is over three against Otto in his career, so I'm going to look forward for it right now. Right now, the Yankees are down 3-2 against the, against the Rangers, but they're still holding court, holding court to the National League, to the American League East League. They have, they have dominated that division since day one, and quite frankly... That's what you expect from them. Congratulations and congratulations to Aaron Judge. I'm making it number number 62. It's about time we had someone who plays the right way and does things the right way be rec be recognized and be congratulated for this accomplishment. And of course, that just says a lot from being a Yankee. We're going to wrap this up right after this. So don't go anywhere. This is Home Turf Sports right here on the Home Turf Radio Network. Now you can listen to Home Turf Sports on your on Google Podcasts. Check us out every weekday on our, check out the link in our description to check out our new home for home just in case you don't even have Spotify nor Anchor. The Home Turn Sports Podcast every day on Anchor, Spotify, and now Google Podcast. Don't forget to check us out today. Well, that's gonna well that's gonna do it for this edition of Home Turn Sports. Glad to be with you. Be free to listen to us on Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Follow us on Twitter at Home Turf Radio. Follow us on Instagram, Home Turf Radio. Like us on Twitter. Like us on Facebook, Home Turf Radio, and we'll be back next time with an all-new episode. So stay, don't worry about what happens next. 
We'll be here every day. I'll be here every step of the way. Okay. And when, in the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and remember, be a good human being. Be, be do what you can. Be do it every day. That's what you live for. So long, everybody. We'll be, we'll be back. I'll be back next time.